Welcome to the Eye of Power podcast. I'm your host, Tom Dardick. But this podcast is not about me. It's about you and your power. It's time to claim yours. is power? What do you think of when you hear the word power? Is the image positive or negative? If it's negative, why? The taint associated with the word power is typically associated with the kind of power that people hold over other people, like the power to fire someone from their job, or the power to imprison someone, or the power to make rules that other people must abide. That's not the kind of power we're talking about here in the Eye of Power podcast. The kind of power I just described, let's call that authority. When we talk about power, we mean another type of power, personal power. We'll be talking about our ability to affect the world in the way we think best. When you think of power in that way, how would you answer the question? Would you say it's good or bad? Like beauty, it's in the eye of the beholder, right? We can generally agree power can be negative when it's misused, put to uses that may benefit one person but harm others. We might also call it bad when a person uses their power to bring about change that ultimately harms themselves, regardless of what they may have intended. But when our power is used to affect positive outcomes for ourselves and others, we can reasonably consider that good. I'll go a step further. I'll say it's not only good, it is the key to a meaningful and fulfilling life. Power gives us our agency. Agency is the ability to make a difference in the world. Ultimately, it's what we all want. It's one of the reasons we live. And that's precisely what the eye of power is built to help us see. Tools like this come in handy because the nature of power is elusive. Philosophers argue whether free will, our ability to self-determine our fates, is even real. An implication of that is, if we don't, if we're more akin to complicated machinery, controlled by our genetics and programmed by our surroundings, our power is mostly illusory. At our current level of understanding, the truth is we don't know. Be that as it may, I find more use in what one of the smartest humans in history the Greek philosopher Aristotle, claimed over 2,300 years ago, it's more beneficial to embrace the concept of free will than to reject it. Since at least his time, humans have observed that a rejection of the free will model degrades morality and thus increases human suffering. So for our purposes, which is to increase our personal power, we'll accept the existence of free will and go from there. With free will, we create agency and its companion, responsibility. 
I'm going to take that one step further. Again, not to claim that I know it to be true, simply in reaction to the observation that we're better off when we think this way. And that is this. We have control over the circumstances of our lives. We are the authors of our life stories. We may spend some future episodes on that point. It's a juicy discussion at the least. But foundationally, even if we can point to instances that seem to undermine the claim, it's clear that the more responsibility we assume for the world we create around us, the better. By that I mean this. The more responsibility we assume, we become more useful to others. We experience higher quality relationships and we have greater freedom to invest in pursuits that grab our interest and enhance our life experience. The I of Power model is a tool meant to help us discover those inner elements that obscure our vision and sap our power. What are those elements? They're the reasons we're conflicted, unable to make positive changes we know will make things better. Everything we do together is intended to uncover them and take the actions that will free us from their limiting effects. Our power arises in two related forms and is applied in two directions. One form is what we think, feel, and believe. That's what creates our attitudes. The second form is the actions we take. The two forms are interrelated. Actions affect attitude and attitude affects action. These are directed either inward toward ourselves or outward toward others. In the I of Power model, we use these relationships as the starting point the playing field, to describe the ways in which we manifest our agency. We call it the power grid. Then we look at how things go well for us and how they don't. One other thing about the nature of power and the effort to increase it. It isn't really an individual sport. Why? Because we can't see our own blind spots. To break through the limits imposed by the things about ourselves we can't see, we need help. We need mirrors. We'll talk about the four mirrors of power. Here's a sneak peek. Some of the mirrors are other people. That's why we do this work together with people on their own journeys. We help them, they help us. It's a beautiful thing. Together, we got this. We're all on our way towards our full agency, our power, where we live the lives we were made to live.